careful with it, would you? And, uh, bye. Thanks for saving me from the Chuck Norris marathon with the snack run, Carly. No problem. Don't get me wrong. Sharing a motel room with him after a hunt is an awesome way to celebrate. But the man's choice in movies is iffy, even on a good day. What about mine? Digging into the law was not my idea of downtime after we cleaned out that nest. I'm coming back with nothing even remotely close to natural in it. Besides, you know I'm itching to take the wheel without your Mr. Backseat Driver in his comments. What? Someone's by the car. Of course. The one time he parks a mile away from the rooms. Really, Sandra? That's what you're going with for weapons? Well, Dean never uses them. Because throwing stars are as good of an idea as those films he makes you sit through. Oh, put the demon blade away. It's our old partner in crime. Hey, I guess you're wanting to tag along again? Well, come on in before Sam turns on the puppy dog eyes and makes me cave and bring him a salad, which I'm not going to do. I'm not a kale delivery system. All right. Well, you know Dean's house rules in baby. Driver picks the music, shotgun shuts his cake hole, and the ones in the back enjoy the ride, idling in the Impala. Hope you like meatloaf. For a snack? Music. Sandra. Music. Hello. Welcome to a podcast by and for lovers of Supernatural and the fan fiction it inspires. I'm Carly. I'm Sandra, and for this episode of Idling in the Impala, Carly and I are very excited to have a conversation with this author. I can say that for me personally, her writing and exploration of Dean Winchester, his sensuality, his sacrifices, his insecurities is one of the main reasons I started on the path that has led me to falling head over heels for a fictional character. Uh, She's known on Tumblr as Thoughts Like a Minefield, and her main suit on AO3 is Incogninja. She's been posting fan fiction on AO3 since 2012 and has almost 160 works for a handful of fandoms, but the majority SPN-focused, available for all to enjoy. So we wanted to give a big welcome and thank you to MJ for joining us today. So thank you, MJ. Yay, for having me. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for joining us. So yeah, I will echo Sandra's sentiments about being a huge fan. I went back because... I'm woefully unprepared. Long-time listeners will know that I'm I'm woefully unprepared. So it was like about two hours before we were due to record. And I was like, oh, I should probably go and like find some fix or something. So I was like scrolling back through your works and every like because I was reading through and I was like, you've already left kudos here. You've already left kudos here. You've already left kudos here. So that's like at once the most that's at at one at once like one of the most affirming that also is such a big letdown things when you see you've already left kudos here and you're like crap <laughs> yeah especially when it's been a long time when you think oh that sounds awesome I, I've never read that before and you get to the bottom it's like yeah. you've already left kudos and you're like damn how did I forget that one yes absolutely yeah. um we're gonna do like it's all nice and informal and stuff like that but Sandra being the prepared human being that she is has questions and stuff like that she's she likes a list you know she yeah. likes a list I do so We'll kick off with the first one on the list, which is when did your love of fan fiction start? Did it start with Supernatural or was it around before then? 
So I am older. Um, and so I was in junior high and high school or what some people refer to as middle school and high school in the eighties. And mm-hmm. we used to have what, um, kids referred to as slam books mm-hmm. and they were notebooks and you would go in and put in like your name, your, um, your nickname, if you had one, your hobbies, your favorite color, that kind of thing. And then it slowly started to evolve into, we would start writing things and they're like short stories or just like a paragraph of something. And then somebody would kick off on from off of that. And so it was, I I can remember, I think the first actual fan fiction that I ever wrote was um, uh, for Duran Duran. I was a big Duran Duran fan in the eighties. And so it was like, you know, so RPF and then it was, um, 21 jump street. So Tom Hansen, which is Johnny Depp's character. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So it'd be like, you know, me and some of my girlfriends would be passing or, you know, and a couple of guys who'd be passing around this slam book. And then in the front would be like, who's part of this book and then the back would be creative work so some people would draw and some people would write stories and some people would like write a scenario and then somebody would add on to it and so you know that was kind of my first experience with fan fiction and then um my first ever experience with it and then when I started really reading it was for x-files so like on the internet was early 90s you know early to mid 90s and it was Mm -hmm. like geosites and like these websites so you know it's nothing like we see now so it's just like white screen and text like you know (laughs) yeah 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 no graphics no interactivity like nothing no way to leave comments or Mm -hmm. you know anything like that um and then so that was you know early to mid 90s and then it sort of evolved into uh you know I started reading Buffy fic and then people started you know live journal became a thing where then you could really interact with people you know, some people had their own blogs, so you could leave, you know, comments and things like that on their fic. Um, mm-hmm. But it wasn't, you know, quite like it is now. And then fanfiction.net, obviously. So um, I didn't start writing fanfiction and publishing it. I was right. I was always like jotting down little stories and scenes and things like that from, you know, all the fandoms that I've loved through the years. Um, but I didn't start publishing it and, and, um, you know, posting it and having feedback and interacting that way until I got into the Twilight fandom. So that was 2009. And Mm. when I, when I was, everything I read and wrote for Twilight was all, all human. Like, I mean, the characters were just the names, you know what I mean? Like there's, there was like no similarity to the actual. And, um, that was kind of, that was the first time I really started posting anything. And so that was pretty much all on fan fiction. Um, and then I progressively then moved everything over to AO3 once, you know, people were, were able to join, which was like, I started, you know, moving everything over there in like 2011 or 2012. Wow. Um, but then I moved into um, The Walking Dead. Yeah. Fandom, so <laughs> I <laughs> I wrote for um, The Walking Dead. Dead for a few years and I, you know, write or die Rick Grimes girl. Um, but mostly oh. Daryl Dixon. 
Yes. Especially wrote Daryl Dixon because I've just, um, I've loved Norman Reedus since I can remember, you know, seeing him. He, the first time I saw him was in a Bjork video for Violently Happy. Um, and he was just this really, you know, just so interesting looking and, um, you know, this androgynous kind of, you know, again, it was the 90s. <laughs> pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty blue eyes with lots of eye, eye makeup, you know, kind of thing. So, <laughs> um, I got, you know, I got into, got into, you know, all of his things that he did too. So, um, and then I kind of took a hiatus from fandom altogether for about four years, um, because I had a very demanding job and it was kind of one of these jobs where it was, you know, people were just in and out of my office all day. And mm-hmm. I, so then I, I it was 2016, it's the summer of 2016. Mm-hmm. And it was in the midst of this hiatus that I'd taken from fandom altogether. Like I pretty much was just like Twitter and that was pretty much it. Like I didn't use Tumblr much anymore. Um, you know, I, I wasn't reading or writing. And I, one of my girlfriends from the Twilight fandom was like, I still can't believe that you've never watched Supernatural. Like you're such a Buffy fan and blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay but I just think I just feel like it's like Buffy with dudes like why would I watch that you know <laughs> <laughs> I'm like it's already been done and it's been done better I'm like why would I oh <laughs> and so I was like um so one of my one of my girlfriends like challenged me she was just like come on now you know just give it like I I just watched four episodes like watch the first four episodes I was like whatever and then you know, I'm like, okay, I'll think about it. And then it was like, like a double punch. Like then my cousin, I have these two cousins who are like total nerds too. And they were, they're both like, they both got me into the walking dead. Like they're usually the ones who get me into fandoms. And so within like 24 hours of this girlfriend of mine doing this, they were both just like, I still can't believe like you still like, you have been doing nothing. You're not writing. You're not doing anything. You just need some new material. And so I was like, all right, fine. And so I started watching it (laughs) and the tweets are hilarious. First of all, like even now, like my beta who's um, cracks on the walls on Tumblr, she still reminds me of some of those tweets. Like they were just really, (laughs) really, really funny, mostly brutal, but also really like I was surprised. I'm a horror fan. So mm. I was surprised by how good it was like, just good, you know, mm-hmm. and not yeah. what I expected, not what I expected at all. So, um, and so I kind of just like slowly were, was watching it, um, for a couple of years, about a year and a half. And then I had a hysterectomy in February of 2018. And when I was home for that two weeks, I was like, okay, I'm just going to catch up. Like, I'm just going to catch all the way up on it and just blow through it. And I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was hormones. I don't know if it was like the, the, like the, the intensity of it, like watching, like, because I was binging it, you know, Mm -hmm. but I fell head over heels for Dean Winchester and I couldn't, like, there was no turning back. Like no turning back. So I was like, yeah, okay. Uh, you got me. And so that was February of 2018. And I wrote my first pick, which in fact was um, the first 
picked that first thing that I posted was a um a love triangle or a poly, it ended up being a polyfic with with the brothers um so I posted that first chapter and it was May 4th mm-hmm. and then on May like 6th or 7th I posted a Jensen you know real person fic mm-hmm. um and then after that it was just like downhill from there <laughs> just, <laughs> constantly I can't, I just didn't stop for like two years it was just like you know crazy so yeah that's kind yeah. of the in a nutshell so wow yeah it it sounds a little bit like my experience with Dean where so it, it doesn't sound like it was like an immediate thing right like it took time and then you just kind of like binged yeah. and then all of a sudden was like, did a light bulb go off? Cause that's kind of like what I felt happened with me. Like I can't really explain it either. Well, I'll tell you the moment. Um, so oh, yes. I will say we get the moment. You know, it's not, <laughs> yes. I'll tell you the moment. Um, so I, I loved him right away. Like mm-hmm. I loved him right away. Like mm-hmm. there's no, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, I'm, I'm older. So I kind of thought Sam was kind of a little shit and a whiner. <laughs> um, but like, Dean was a little shit in a different way. Like he was like that little shit who I was just like, I'm going to smack you. Like, you know, like he definitely an entertaining little shit, but not like, I wasn't like, I wasn't like, you know, in love with him mm-hmm. until it was honestly like, there were several moments for sure throughout the whole, throughout several seasons where I was just like, this is a great character and this is a good show and all these things. But like I said, I had other things going on and yeah. Sometimes I'd walk away from it for a while, but so, um, season nine, um, when he's in the compound with the, um, angels and he's in that room with, uh, Flagstaff, mm-hmm. <laughs> the table flip and the honey, there ain't no other oh, one like yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was just like, what do I call you? My angelic name is 18 syllables long. Let's stick with Flagstaff. Copy. So you knew this Oren guy? We worked together at the hospital. He was a joy, bright, full of life. Yeah, I hear he had a real explosive personality. Do you think this is a joke? You see me laughing? Is there anything else you can tell me about him? For example, why he'd light his own fuse? No. Can I go? I have lives to save. Welcome to the club. (laughs) Something funny? Not funny, haha. But you thinking you help people. It's amusing. I help people. Clogged artery here, tumor there. I do good in this world. You, you believe every problem can be solved with a gun. You play the hero, but underneath the hype, you're a killer with oceans of blood on his hands. I hate Men like you. Hmm. (laughs) Honey, there ain't no other men like me. Don't. Please. Oren. Friends. Constantine. And Tessa. Tessa. The Reaper Tessa? I still get chills when I see that moment because Mm -hmm. I... I mean, we can talk more in depth about this later and I'm sure that we will, but it was such a moment of clarity for me on who he, who he thinks he is, Mm -hmm. you know, and I just couldn't, 
I couldn't see like, that's such a performative moment. I mean, yeah, it's hot and all those things, but like, it's such a performative moment where he's just like, I am this, I am this badass. I'm this, you know, mm-hmm. evil. I have all the things that you're saying, but I'm the best of all of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm the best of the worst kind of thing. And mm-hmm. I just can't, I can't get past that. Like mm-hmm. I still, like I can, I can write about him a hundred more stories and thousands of more words and I'll still never quite get to what I'm trying to get to mm-hmm. with that. But that moment was the moment that I just was like forever in debt, like ever forever in love with them. Mm. Oh, and now Carly's Carly's upset. <laughs> I wish I'd like, we'd never do cameras here, but I wish you could have seen my face. And I was like, this is really interesting, but also Sam Winchester is fucking heavy and I am sick of carrying him on my own people. Good oh, Lord. No, there's plenty. What? Are, what? There's tons of people. I feel like there's a lot. There are a lot of people out there who love Sam. Yeah. None of them have come on the podcast so far though. <laughs> oh, but I will say this. I love writing Sam. I, I love writing Sam. So yeah. every time I've written him, I've, I actually, and I have a really good friend of mine who I used to write with in the walking dead fandom. And, um, he still, you know, reads a lot of my stuff. And like, every time I write anything, you know, every time I post any, any Sam, he's just like, man, you know, you get your deemed your wheelhouse, but mm-hmm. you hit it. You mm-hmm. hit it when you write Sam, like every time I love your Sam. So and I love writing him. There's no, it, I mean, honestly, like I said, in the beginning of this big, long thing is that I think it's just that I'm older and it was just, he just wasn't appealing to me in the beginning. You know what I mean? Cause I was mm-hmm. like, he just seemed like kind of a young, you know, I mean, he was a kid. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, I just didn't really, I just wasn't into him for, you know, the longest time. And anyway, that's it. But yeah, I mean, I think he's, there's plenty to talk about there for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Sam, Sam is Sam is my guy, one hundred percent. Like, don't get me wrong. I love Dean. I have plenty of plenty of room in my life and my heart for Dean, but it's, it's Sam <laughs> for me. And I'm just so tired of people being like, "Oh my God, Dean Winchester." And I'm like, "Did you watch the same fifteen I watched, guys? He had a motherfucking arc. Come on now. I mean, so did Dean, but that's besides my point." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You actually answered a lot of my questions because I had like, I had looked into uh, like timeline wise, the different things that you'd written and that you'd written um, like the real person, at least I could, from what I could tell um, on AO3 that you'd written wrecked, I think was like the first thing that you'd posted on AO3, um, which was the real person fic about Jensen. And then on the next one was the uh, one night only 23 and one. Um, so you get a lot of feedback from other writers, other readers. So was it, was it, is it kind of like uh, prompts or do you just kind of most of the time come up with your own idea and then just bounce it off somebody or how does that usually work for you? Both. Um, okay. There was a thing that I did in 2019. So it was the summer of 2019 and it was so much fun. And I've tried to recreate it a couple of times for flash fix. So it was really fun because I was also doing the um, kink bingo at the same time. And so, and I don't like to, especially with bingos, unless somebody gives me a prompt where they're like, I'd like this sort of vibe or I'd like this sort of scenario sort of thing. You know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. With, but with, with bingos, I always like to kind of flip it on its head a little bit. So um, like, for example, I got the, uh, I got a daddy square mm-hmm. and one of my best girlfriends from, you know, back from um, Buffy fandom was like, all right, uh, how about Ruby to and Joe? And I was like, fuck yeah. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. And I just ran with that. I was like, yes. And so now they're like one of my favorite pairs. Like they never even fucking met on the show, but I was like, I love them. I love writing them. Like I've now written Ruby and Joe three times. Like I love them. Um, oh yeah. I can so, see that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so and I, I love them. So um, the flash fic was, I kind of just opened my box and said, you know, just send me some ideas and what I'll do is what I also did with the, most of the King Bingo is I'll just jam it out until I'm not, until I can't write anymore and I'll read through it really quickly and I'll post it. So, you know, there's not going to be any kind of like, you know, words, like it was at least like three or 500 words. Some of them were a thousand. Um, mm. And so some of those are like that, but normally I do come up with ideas on my own or like I said, my beta cracks in the wall. She's so fucking great. And mm. she's been with me for years, you know, since twilight, which that's a whole other story about how we met. She's mm-hmm. so great. Um, but she's, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, every once in a while she'll just text me. She'll be like, what if this happened? <laughs> and I'm like, Oh that's shit. Great. All right. I guess I'll just add that yeah. to my list. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and we all do that. I've got this, you know, there's this chat group that I've got going on with um, a bunch of the other Twilight writers and then some other couple of other folks um, I've known for years. And we all just like, you know, we have a channel that's called Words. And so a lot of times it's stuff like if you're stuck on something, Mm -hmm. but sometimes it is just like, what what if this happened, you know? Mm-hmm. And then we all kind of start yeah. ripping on it. And sometimes someone writes it, sometimes they don't, you know, but so that's kind of fun too. And normally I, normally I have at least uh, cracks in the walls. Normally I have at least her see something before I post it. Um, mm-hmm. But it depends on what it is um, too. If I have somebody else look at it, like it depends on the content and then also who it is. So because I don't feel, even though a lot of people do like my Sam, because I don't feel like Sam's my wheelhouse, mm-hmm. I will ask like Stu or Lou to look at it first because mm-hmm. I want to make sure that I'm in the right vein on on those things. And I'll also, you know how you're you're trying to accomplish something, you know, you're trying to, you know, show show you're trying to tell a certain story and maybe there's so much nuance that you're not sure if you're telling the story. Mm-hmm. So yeah, <laughs> sometimes I'll be like, this is what I'm trying to accomplish. Am I doing that? Like <laughs> you know? I do that. I do that with Sandra all the time. I do yeah, that with Sandra all yeah. the time. I'm like, and this though, I'm currently, I'm currently in the middle of um not like a commission, but like a sort of a gift fic um for dandelion dreams who god bless her she came at me i was like what do you want and she came at me with this huge ass list which is a lot of it is really outside of my scope as a writer because i don't plot particularly well so i keep going to sandra and being like i've written more please tell me it's not dreadful (laughs) yeah i love that though you know don't you carly like you're like 
um, when somebody kind of gives you not necessarily a challenge, but like, especially when you're doing it for someone else, because you put so much love into it. Right. So you're kind of like, I really want to make sure I get all these things into this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I did. I did one for Sandra last year, which was a whole boatload of fun to write. And this one, this one is a boatload of fun to write as well. It's just got a little bit more plot than I would usually put into things. So I'm just like, Sandra, I need you to tell me if it's too much. Is it making sense? Are you picking up what I'm putting down? Because normally we join my characters in the bedroom imminently about to start whatever we're doing. And this is like, there's a whole heap of like background and plot and stuff. And I was like, I've taken on too much. There's three characters and that's one character too many. Yeah. They're doing awesome with it. They're doing awesome. Thank Um, you. Yes, It'll I know. It'll be finished sometime before her <laughs> next birthday. <laughs> so the flash fic, I mean, are you giving yourself a certain, because I've seen the the bingo stuff on Tumblr, but I've never really been, I don't know, I'm. it seems very daunting to me, uh, I guess, because like, there's usually like, maybe a time frame. So the flash fic stuff, is that just like you're giving yourself a certain amount of time, like get this done, get this out, or uh, are you giving yourself yeah, your so- own? Okay. Yeah. So I, like I said, I did it in 2019 and I, um, we used to do in twilight fandom on fanfiction.net and like, we kind of had before Twitter was what Twitter is now. We kind of just used it as a chat room too. So we had a lot of stuff going on there too, but like, you know, we would do flashback challenges and, um, sometimes we do prompts within groups and we'd be like, all right, so here's the word for, you know, the week or today, like once a week, we had a Thursday group where we're like on Thursday, somebody would post a word and then we all had to write something about it and then post it by Friday morning. And so, yeah. And so, and it was so, what was so great about it was, you know, that meme that it's like that one word can mean so many different things and everyone takes it a different direction, but the, the thing I love about flashback is don't think just write, you know, mm. don't think, yeah. don't edit. Don't think about what you're writing. I, some of my favorite things that I've ever written came out of that flashback and, or the kink bingo that I did that, that same summer. So, you know, some of my very favorite pieces that I've written have all come out of that. Um, and so much, a lot of fun, but also sometimes I go back and I'm like, where the fuck did that even come from? <laughs> like, where, <laughs> where's my yeah. brain going? Like, really? You know? So, um, yeah, uh, it's interesting, you know, to, to do that and then not edit it and not think about it and just share it because, you know, then people are like, you know, it's just such a, it's a, um, you know, it's just more raw and real, you know, it's not like packaged nicely or anything. So, and I love that. I like that as well. Some of my favorite things I've done have been things I've whacked out in like a couple of hours and gone, yep, that'll do. And it goes out and I'm like, I fucking love that. Cause it's just, you overthink when you go back and edit, don't you? And like, ah, should I do this? that? But if it's just straight out there and then you go, oh, that's how I was feeling on this day or that day or yeah. No, yep. I totally, yep. totally get that. So I was thinking that would be one... really, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Oh, no I, was, 
I was just thinking we could take that idea to uh, D Sandra and then you said you're not allowed to edit it MJ and I was like nope she'd be out yeah she'd be out immediately she <laughs> well, spends more time editing those things than she does writing them so not so much like typos you know what I mean like for sure going back and like correcting it so it's readable but not like oh no I need to expand that a little bit more or oh no I need to what you know that needs yeah. to be like, there's none of that. Like you don't spend, you just read through it and make sure that punctuation and grammar and everything is, you know, correct. And then just post it. And mm-hmm. it's just such a raw, it, well, first of all, it kind of gives me a rush. I love that feeling of just that vulnerability, you know, cause it's like, this yeah. is just on the fly. So I love that. And then sharing it with people is like, this is me, you know? <laughs> what you get yeah Um, that's great and yeah um I also so another one I wrote that wasn't part of that thing but also one of my all-time favorite things that I've ever written is aka which is the first boys fic I wrote um and it's a butcher fic um and how that went down was during you know is after the first during or after the after I had watched all of the first season I can't remember but I wrote it for um, on Tumblr, he's known as glass jacket. Just one of my longtime best friends. And, um, we used to write together in, and, you know, he's into Sam. So he, this is who I was mentioning a little bit ago, but, um, I woke up one yeah. morning, like three 30 and I had this idea in my head and I just like went downstairs, opened my laptop and started typing and posted it. Yes. And you know, and tagged him and he woke up and he was like, what the fuck? Like, why, <laughs> when did this happen? I was like, you're welcome. Like, <laughs> yeah, just, I couldn't sleep. So I did this. Yeah. This is for you. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So when you, when you do edit, do you usually go through a couple times or is a lot of it just, just kind of like you said, just like the raw or, or are there some fix that maybe you were a little more challenging, maybe plot, plot heavy, um, you know, that you've kind of like worked a few times and gone through. Sure. Yeah. Usually, um, one shots are just a kind of one and done. Like I don't Mm -hmm. really worry about it too much. I'll usually write those all in one sitting or, you know, in just a couple of, you know, maybe a couple of days or something like that. Mm-hmm. When I'm, when I'm at my best, you know, when I'm actually writing, I'll usually just write it all in one sitting or within, you know, a few days or a week or whatever. And then I'll read through it sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I'll read through it before I send it to Brianna. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but normally she's, we've been together for so long that I don't really worry even about that too much. Cause I know she'll pick up on, she'll fix things that she knows that the way it's supposed to be, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like she'll just fix it. Mm -hmm. Um, like grammar and punctuation, stuff like that. So it's not, that's not a big deal, but, um, with series for sure, there's Mm -hmm. multiples and it's, um, I really, what I really hate is things like I have two right now that I was so excited about. And I really just, am so disappointed that I've not finished them at this point. And that I don't know how to move forward mm-hmm. um well one of them I do know how to move forward I just don't want to do it I want to do it um, you want somebody yeah. else to write it for you I don't want to do it so bad <laughs> I don't want to do this yeah <laughs> but like you know sometimes 
like I asked, you know, I've asked a couple people to go back through and read it just to make sure that I'm still being consistent. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of editing on that and there's a lot of reading um, and having to go back and make sure that I'm not missing anything because I don't really, I'm not very good at um, outlines or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you know, usually like I'll have like beginning, middle and end in my head, but like, I don't really have it all plotted out. So I don't know for sure if I'm closing all of the holes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, I need your help. Um, so it's great. Cause I really like having, you know, a couple people on, you know, in this group that are <clears throat> really, you know, they've read it, you know, before too. And they're able to be like, Oh, but what about that? Remember from chapter three or something like that. So mm-hmm. Um, then, you know, then it's not so difficult, but yeah, that's a lot of stress for Mm -hmm. me because I'm always thinking, make sure you cover that, you know? So there's a lot more editing things that go with that, but usually with one shots, it's just an idea that I had in my head and I just kind of bang it out and then have Brianna get, go through it and I post it. Yeah. It's usually pretty quick. See, that's why I only write one shots because I just lack the ability to make a plot come together. I'm like, I'll give you a scene. I like I'll give you this one thing that's happening, but if you ask me to expand on this one thing that's happening, uh, no, I, I just can't, yeah. I just you can't probably do you probably don't lack the ability, but you're not getting paid for this, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, lack of incentive, maybe then. <laughs> right, time, <laughs> incentive, all of those things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I am, um, I think. You were, MJ, one of the first authors I think that I really like. I think I found on Tumblr because of Dean Fick and then on AO3. And I was really amazed by your one shots because I am quite the opposite from Carly. I probably do too much plotting, you know, in, in certain aspects. So to me, reading those just scenes, but getting into the character was just like, oh my God, like I... And yeah. I know you've talked, you know, you mentioned that Dean's your wheelhouse. Is it, do you connect with him on a lot of levels or is it just, is there just something inherently that you just get about him? Or like, I know you said you keep wanting to find out more about him, but what is it that, cause you just write him so well. I, I love the ones where it's, there's just a couple, I, I think just a few, um, or maybe there's just one, but like your POV, your POVs where it's like from Dean. I was just like, I think it's triptych. Um, oh, I just loved so that one so, so much. And I didn't know if that was just a, a one shot or just an idea that came out. Like, how do you, I don't know. I just feel like certain authors just get him so well. That it's like, I just want to read everything. And it's there. And you've done a lot with his character. I mean, he's been in purgatory. There's been all sorts of different scenarios and situations and, um, you know, love interests and, and things, but even the, um, the cactus one that I, I think is a more recent one with him and Meg and Castiel, I was just like, I'm just floored by those, those things. So, I mean, please tell me, <laughs> Tell me yeah. where that comes from. your ways. <laughs> well, um, I do, I do feel, um, I feel connected to him and, you know, as a character, I feel like I understand a lot of his motivations. Um, I'm a lot like him emotionally. I'm a lot like him. I have mm-hmm. a lot of similar reactions. I have a lot of similar regrets. Um, I have a, 
you know, so there's a lot of that, you know, there's a lot of, you know, me kind of projecting onto him. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I also just feel like um, there's so much potential with him as, has such a, um, you know, multi-layered character. And I love that you just brought that up, that there were so many different scenarios that I put him in. And I feel like I've always got the core of what I don't want to lose about him, but yeah. he's different in every scenario. Like mm-hmm. he's different with every different person. Mm-hmm. He's different. You know, he's, he's different with, you know, in different, you know, um, environments and mm-hmm. he's, you know, uh, he is whoever he wants to be, um, whoever he wants them to think he is, mm-hmm. I guess is really mm-hmm. where I'm going with that. So yeah, I like that. And I like to play with that a little bit. Um, triptych. I'm glad that you mentioned that. That was actually, that was a Patreon prompt from when I took that down. And that came from somebody who's actually on Tumblr also, but, um, and they were the prompt was, you know, we've seen a lot of Winchester threesomes. Like you've done a lot of, you know, I've done a lot of Winchester threesomes, but would you ever consider two women? And I was like, yeah, how can I do that? Mm-hmm. And again, it was one of those things where I talked to, you know, my, you know, my co-writer, you know, my friends, co, you know, writer friends. And, and I wanted to, you know, I wanted it to be something that progresses um, that concept along a little further. So mm-hmm. I didn't want it to be you know, like the double mint twins or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like I was like, yeah, yeah. I wanted something that was like, a, that was really telling something, you mm-hmm. know? So I thought, you know, and I love creating original characters too, even mm-hmm. if it's just for, you know, even if it's just for a one shot, um, I like creating original characters. So that was, that was great. And I'm able to kind of pull too from my own experiences, my own life. So I, you know, a lot of times, the original characters that I create are people that I know, mm. um, or at least I have, you know, pieces of mm-hmm. people that I know. Right. And so I loved writing that. That was, that's for sure. One of my favorites too. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. how, um, like giving, and again, maybe that's just why I like love him. I'm going to say, just say it just why I love him so much. I feel like he does give so much of himself. And even in that situation like he knew what he was there for and he was going to enjoy it but he was also going to make sure the two ladies were taken care of and got what they wanted out of it too and just the way he adored them was just so you know again just like a reflection of I think what he wants and doesn't always get and maybe that's that's like the one area where he can get that and it's just yep just so just so great. Like I said, I, I really do. I feel like you helped me see more of that character and then like, you know, build on that a lot too, because he's, you know, can be very broken as, as, you know, as can Sam, but in very different ways, like they're, they're both broken. Mm -hmm. Um, for sure. And it's just, but you know, how they, how they projected and how they express it. Like he's, to me, he's a very he can be very playful where, you know, I don't always okay. necessarily get that, um, you know, with, with Sam and yeah. Yeah. yeah no, carry on. Carry on. Sandra. <laughs> Fine. You're already so, in the hole, mate. Just keep going. No, so I think what we're going to talk about the other stuff too. <laughs> to be fair, no, I was going to say fair, when you were, yeah, go ahead. 
No, I was going to say, I think that you're, you're kind of touching on where I went with um, the kind of girl you like was, Mm -hmm. yeah, you know, like um, she's Sam's girlfriend and, but, and when she compares them later, like when she's telling Sam, you know, he's kind of having, he's kind of, you know, feeling like, well, maybe I'm not giving her everything she needs kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's like, but no, it's just, you know, he's just different. You know, Mm -hmm. he's, he's like the best playmate, you know, Mm -hmm. you give me structure and Mm -hmm. he's fun, you know, Um, but I feel safe and secure with both of you. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the things, that's one of the reasons why I even started writing any Winchester threesomes or Polly anything is because I wanted to do that comparing and contrasting and to illustrate what is so great about both of them to the world, Mm -hmm. but you know, on a much smaller scale, obviously. So it's like these women that they're in relationships with can say these things, but it's on a bigger scope when we're watching it on television. And when we think about them as characters, Mm -hmm. you know, so what, what are the things that they can do and lend to a relationship or a situation and the fact that they just complement each other, Yeah, you know? Yeah. And so Mm -hmm. that's, that was, that's always what I'm going for with Mm -hmm. those threesomes. They're just so much fun to write. They're Mm -hmm. really fun. No, and they're very, they're very fun to read. (laughs) They are excellent to read. I was going to say while you guys were like, oh, Dean, he's so, he's so giving and he's so unselfish and things like this. And I was sitting there and I was about to jump in and be like, yes, because Sam is notoriously very selfish. And then I was like, wait, no, actually. Yeah. No, he kind of is in the show. So I will just shut up. No, but there's the balance, like, like you're saying, yeah, there's a balance there. Yeah. Well, I think that there's also something really important about that, um, that he appears to be selfish. Mm -hmm. And there's also some uh, ways to use that to show, you know, to illustrate the, the great things about his character. Um, So I've actually, I feel like I use that a lot. You know, the fact that he's Mm. a little bit uh, hard nosed, he's he's stubborn, he wants things his way, um, you know, and I, I think that there, that's an important character trait of his to not deny, but instead to use it in um, a really um, effective tool to tell his story and mm-hmm. to, to navigate, to help him navigate any kind of landscape and scenario, because he has to be that, you know, he's had, he has gotten to the point where he's had to be that in order to keep his sanity probably, but mm-hmm. um, to survive. Yeah. So I think that's a really important part of his character. Yeah, absolutely. And it does lead you to some wonderful, wonderful scenes that you can put Sam as, as a Dom character and make yes. him be a little bit, a little bit harsher, a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, stricter than, than Dean yeah. would ever be. Because he doesn't um, get that yeah. in real life. Like really like right. in the scenario with, you know, with Dean, he's usually the one that's kind of, you know, little brother and so i think that again when they when they give of themselves to each other i think that's when they they'll flip it you know and then i think it's like dean's like okay this is where this is where he gets this is where he gets to you know make the choices um you know at least like when they're together i think that's 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 what i get you know from the from the stories is that you know he's he's getting that permission to to do that you know and he's going for it and he's 
he's embracing all of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. When you mentioned the kind of girl you like, that was one of the ones I had, I had noted too, because it was just, it's just so, cause that one's all from Sam's perspective and he's, you know, yeah. seeing it and questioning, but then also like, you know, enjoying and then having the discussion, but then allowing it to kind of continue and being okay with where we're at with this, this situation and does it keep going and it could be beneficial, you know, I think for all involved. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't, well, I don't think I've read that. AO3 may make me a liar with that lovely <laughs> red. I've already left kudos here, but I don't, I don't think, I don't think I've read that one. I read, you need um, to. <laughs> wait until my brother, I read, I'm loading it up now. I read, wait until my brother gets home this yeah. afternoon. Um, and then that was the one that was like, you've already left kudos here. And I was like, <laughs> it, seemed, it seemed vaguely familiar, but not like, I don't remember coming coming to this before now, but um, well, as Sandra brought the the sort of Sandra's sort of favorite picks are all Dean focused because of of course they are. So in the interest of balance, um, I obviously brought Sam fix because you have my favorite tag on Ao3 for one of your works. Well, it's for a series, but it was for the, f- the second one in the series, I think. Um, and it's absolutely is one of my favorites and it's Sam handling and it's fucking <laughs> great from I won't let you fall apart the series I think it's the yeah. second work in that but yeah. when I saw that and I posted it in our group chat and I was like there's a name for my king somebody has found a name for it yep. it's not a size thing it's Sam handling yeah <laughs> and I have yet yep. I have yet to use it in any of mine but it's genuinely like one of my favorite <laughs> of all great. time so- tags so I got to tell you that is um, that is from that was a note on that story um, because that was definitely a workshop. So that was something that like I had probably three or four people in that document. So that was for sure like one that people were like dropping comments and you know things like that. So because um, I that was just a it started that first chapter started as a depressive episode that I was in and Mm -hmm. I and it was a course well it was based on something real but um so I wrote it out and um left it for I don't know two months and then I opened it one day because I was like what is this like it was untitled I was what the fuck so I opened it I'm like god why do I have all these untitled documents like what is happening so (laughs) I go into my google and I open it and I was like what the what is this and so then I was like oh this this could be good so I kind of um I like I expanded it a little bit and I cleaned some of it up and I you know because it was this very I don't know this very morose like ridiculous MJ's in a depressive episode thing so I was like all right, let's make this into something like, (laughs) let's make this. Yeah. So, um, it was, it ended up being, um, I thought it was just going to be one chapter. And then, so, um, have you guys read anything from, it might have been intentional on Tumblr? No, I don't don't use Tumblr. And I can't remember. I'm trying to think she's one of my longtime best friends from, uh, from Boondock Saints fandom and from um, The Walking Dead, but um, 
I can't, and I can't remember what she's posting, what she posts on AO3 as right now, but um, that was her. That was one of her notes. It was, it was oh. like, she highlighted something and then in all caps, she was like, Sam handling. And I was just like, so yes. Great. So, yes. I, so now I use it. I, I mean, you know, it's, it's so typical. It's so great. I was like, now I use it for my Sam fix. Yeah. Cause it's, that's, that's the perfect word for it because it's not a true kind of, I think. And also thank you dandelion dreams for ruining any other associated kinks with some size um she lives to torment me but I was like it's it's not it's not it's not the size thing it's not the size difference it's it's specifically him doing that Sam handling love it yeah for sure yeah so I brought a couple of others as well and I will let Sandra um go and do hers as well so um let the melody shine is another one of my favorites um, that's like a, a Dom Sam, but it's a male and it's nothing particularly yep. explicit, but it was, I, I just really like that. Cause I like, I like, if you've read any of my stuff, I like playing with putting Sam in dominant roles. Um, I like putting him in submissive roles as well, but I really do like yeah. that. Cause I think he has that kind of energy. And then yeah. I was, I was into that. Absolutely. Same kind of thing. First things first. Fucking love that. Yeah really really good because I've done like I've done a similar thing with Dean where I was like I'm this I'm this and then at the end he was like I'm fucking this so yeah. <laughs> I was really really enjoyed that so they were they were the ones oh watch me as well but that plays yeah. a few of my own personal kinks not that's not so much yeah, Sam, that's just kind fun. of like yeah that one was good and I had wait until my brother gets home which Sandra has already discussed so you know, everybody listening, go read, go read those ones if you're a Sam fan. Um, I'm not going to bring you anything, Dean. These guys bring <laughs> enough, Dean. I'm only bringing Sam from now on. No more Dean fix. Well, wait till my brother gets home is Sam and Dean, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, I read, I, I read that one, and then I was like, yeah, okay. And then I was talking to Sandra at the same time, and I was like, I'm only bringing Sam shit because you're just going to bring loads and loads of Dean stuff. And she's like, yeah, I am going to do that. And I was like, good. <laughs> Right, fine. Yeah, it's like using that. the AO3 category <laughs> sorters to just fill her out all the Dean. But like, only some, only mm. some stuff. That's why Carly is here to make sure that, you know, we 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 give Sam his his moment. Um yeah. Because yeah. I can't okay, I can't so, help it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I know. But I um, I was gonna tell you what was the so do you like Donna? So I have um, Where Is My Shiny Gun as one of the ones that yes. I really okay. liked. Yes. Yes. That yeah. I, I don't know if Carly has has read or not, but. Um, I haven't read that one. Yes. I well. would be curious, Carly, what you thought of that, because that was one that was really fun for me. And it was um, surprisingly not very challenging. I was really surprised that as, is that it was um that it rolled off as easily as it did because when I go back and look at it now I'm kind of like where did this come from you know mm-hmm. um yeah so I would be interested for you to look at that for sure Carly because as a yeah Sam fan I will go and add that to my reading list and I will drop a comment on that and we'll see if it gives it won't give me the red kudos banner because I, I know I haven't read that one 
Um, but I that's, Sam, that's a Sam POV one too, right? Like I think it's yeah, all from yeah. Sam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. yeah. I haven't read every single Samfic on the site, guys. There's fucking loads. <laughs> no, I like 75%, yeah. but some of them slipped through the net. You know? No, no. But one of the things that I, I liked about that one was where it's like Sam looking in and again, trying to make sense. I think it's on a lot of levels of like his relationship with Dean, um, but then Donna yeah. and I, I really like Donna with Dean anyway. So it was kind of like the best, the best of like everything in that, in that, um, in that piece of of fiction. So I am, yeah, the whole, so we are of like, um, cause Carly and I, like, we're both kind of like, we're, we're good with like Destiel, Wincest, kind of like, you know, across the board, like, uh, like either way, it's like not really one thing, um, or the other, but I, I think I'm kind of drawn to some of the ones that are more, I think you call them Wincesty, like not full on Wincesty, like a little bit. Yeah. Wincesty adjacent. There we go. Yeah. Because um, again, it's, it's more about their, their overall relationship and it's just so kind of fascinating that codependency. Yeah, and that and, was, yeah, I think that was the one that was the closest. That was the one that was when I actually started using that tag because mm-hmm. I was like, this is, this is arguably it's borderline. Like, mm-hmm. um, so I, that's why I wanted to at least tag it that because I'm really sensitive to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want to be, you know, reading along something and then all of a sudden have something happen if it's not tagged, you mm-hmm. know, because everybody has a different opinion yes. of what that is. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think that one for sure was, that was probably the most adjacent mm-hmm. that I'd ever done. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of, I mean, they're all kind of, there's so many, of uh, the, the threesomes that are kind of, you know, skirt around that, but I think that one's the closest mm-hmm. to that, you know, that's genuinely such a relief to hear you say that. Cause my work in progress is the threesome and Dandelion was very clear. She was like, no incest, only me. This is, <laughs> this is my show. Only me. So I'm writing it out, and then I'm like tagging Sandra in comments on Google Doc. Like, is this too Wincesty? You're getting Wincess vibes from this. She doesn't want Wincess vibes. Like, I don't care about Wincess vibes. I probably would see more Sam stuff if I didn't, if I stopped sorting by Sam and Dean. Um, but no, I was like, is this too? Is it too much? Is it getting weird? Am I making it weird? <laughs> <laughs> Am I making it weird? <laughs> yeah. Well, because I was like. I don't know. It's quite difficult if you're going to put them in the same, mm-hmm. like, together in a sexual situation, even if you're not going to have anything happen between them. They have that kind of vibe and that kind of dynamic and that kind of relationship that you're like, you could squint at it and see it in most situations. So I was like, right, am I right. making this weird? <laughs> I need you yeah, to tell so, me. And normally, well... Yeah. I mean, normally I can do it just fine without there being that, but I feel like sometimes there's a little bit of, um, so which, um, trying to think, oh, and then there were three. So there's, that was the first one that I wrote. Um, the first, mm. uh, Winchester, or first, Winchester, sorry, <laughs> back up. That was the first Winchester threesome <laughs> that I wrote. And so there's a part though, where, um, you know, Sam being the, in charge of everything, um, tells, you know, Dean to watch his mouth. Mm. And it's like this whole thing where it's like, you know, the only reason that you're not gagged is because she likes to hear you talk. 
And so, and I know somebody was like, it's like a comment was like, is this quintest? And I'm like, I don't know. Is it like, that's up to you to decide. Like, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, don't, I don't, I don't write it. I don't write, I don't intentionally write it like that, but I can totally see that happening. That exact mm-hmm. thing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't see them that way, like full on, you know, anything like that, but I do see that line crossing mm-hmm. and that adjacent aspect of it is something that I definitely incorporate and I can absolutely see that kind of thing happening <laughs> you know yeah so I I honestly cannot wait to go and read that now because that just that kind of thing reminded me I believe the author is called Spectacular Sammy um and they have like a whole series of like pretty aggressive heavy dom Sam and then like the reader is like the sub obviously um but they bring Dean in quite a few times and Sam's very sort of domineering over Dean as well and it's not yeah. Winzest in any way, um, but it's, yeah, I'm weirdly into that. I'm, I'm learning <laughs> yeah. things about myself tonight that I, th- I thought I knew, but I didn't. <laughs> so I am, I am weirdly into that. Yours sounds slightly less heavy than that series is, though. It's really, there's a lot of BDSM stuff in there that I'm not a huge fan of. So I'm, you know, I'm not excited to go, to go and read that either before I go to sleep or in the morning. Oh, good. That's a great segue, though, into tags. When you mentioned tag, you don't yes. like to see things in fixed that aren't tagged appropriately. Um, yeah. I'm exactly the same. So, you know, what kind of tags? Is there any tags that you click regardless of what the story might be? You're like, yep, that. Or ones that you're like, oh, no, never that. Um, I don't, I actually don't search things by tag as much as I used to. And I don't even remember. I mean, um, and also the way I use tags on EO3 is probably not really the way they're supposed to be. (laughs) Like I make shit up, you know, like what even, I don't even know sometimes like some of the tags that I've made up. Um, Dean's really good at sex is one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Dean's really good at sex. That's that's what I like to use. That always, I mean, I'm just like, that's just a go-to, right? Like, I mean, (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's a given it's a given I do that as well I make up my own tags yeah. I didn't realize how many I made up until I had to um like retag or not retag but I was posting a pod fake so I had to like copy my tags and I was like half of these don't exist what were you doing <laughs> were you just talking to yourself yeah. that's what I'm doing I'm just like uh yeah I'm like making stuff up and then I'm like what no one's gonna read these really all I'm doing is you know amusing myself because yeah um that's no one's gonna search this but um it is you know it's it's amusing to me um I let's see I mean I won't I I won't read anything that's tagged Winces just because it's not my thing um yeah and I don't really get into you know I mean anything that's like then uh, I, you know, no non-con or mm-hmm. I usually stay away from dubious consent too, because some people don't quite understand what that means. And I just don't want to walk into a rape pic. Mm-hmm. It's just not my bag. So, oh um, yeah. so I usually just kind of stay away from a lot of that. Um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, as far as tags go, I don't really use them to look for things. So I should more, but I don't so much anymore than I used to. 
Um, I don't really use them. I don't use them to look for things unless I'm in a specific mood, but I do have tags that like, you know, she's just scrolling down the page and you think, oh, that looks mildly interesting. There are tags in there that if I see and I'm like, ah, nope, not, not mm. even, not even a little yeah. bit for that one. Not even a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> not even a little bit. And I have like, I do have my automatic filters on to take out like anything that's tagged as underage and stuff like that. Cause that just yeah. Yeah. Squicks me out hugely. Yeah. Are there, um, are there any like tropes that you kind of like really love or, or, or hate? Like when you're, when you are like searching or, or wanting to read something or does it not even like a thing? I love probably my favorite is, um, enemies to lovers, mm. um, or, or friends to lovers. I like that too, but mm. enemies to lovers is like my favorite. And I think somebody, I think it was, um, last action Trisha shared in our group chat one day, like you know, a, a meme that somebody had written, I think she found it on Tumblr or Facebook. I don't know. And it was like, I think that enemies to lovers is my favorite trope because, you know, you're the person who ends up falling in love with you has seen you at your worst. Mm. And oh, I was yeah. like, yes, yes. I love that. You know? Mm. So yeah. yeah, I like that. I do like that. I've seen, I've seen that meme around as well. It's mm-hmm. nice. Nice. I do. I, I like enemies to lovers for sure. Um, there are some that I just don't really care much about, but I don't really hate anything. I'm pretty much just like, eh, not my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. So I'm trying to think if there's anything that anything else in particular that like, I'll, like I'll drop everything and read it. Mostly I'll drop everything and read for certain people. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I see somebody's posted. It's not so much like what the content is. It's like that person I really like their writing. So mm-hmm. I'll, you know, if something updates or, you know, if they've posted something, I'll just, I'll read it. Do you have any recommendations for certain people that, that we should, I we probably are my, reading them, but <laughs> yeah. So, um, um, I think, you know, we've already talked about Steve's bunker and there must be a lock, um, uh, little green plastic soldier. Oh, awesome. Yes. I love, um, uh, it, it might've been intentional. Yeah. Uh, wayward, wayward and worn is just like, I love her. Okay. So marksman femme. So it's, um, marksman, mm-hmm. like, like a shooter marksman fem mm-hmm. fem all one word okay cool thank you yeah um uh dean winchester's witch all uh i don't know what their name is on ao3 i'm trying to think of who who else has been writing so something you know some people i love just haven't been right you know haven't written in a while yeah um mm-hmm like myself. I mean, that just happens. So mm-hmm. I don't want to leave anybody out, but you know, some people are just not coming to mind right now. Um, it's cool. I, if you think, of, if you think of anything, yeah. just drop it over to Sandra and we'll, you know, we'll pop it in the description or, all right. Or, um, Perfect. Yeah. You know, we can, we can always add it in. So I just want to ask one more thing and then we're going to let you get to all of your wonderful stuff. I just want to ask you a little bit about the thick rules are rules because that is again yeah. one of my my favorites the whole um marka kane dean mm-hmm. and all that is is any any particular nugget <laughs> you could share about that one was that a prompt to or 
it was so initially yeah so it initially came from um it came from a i'm glad you brought that up so that was um adopt don't shop pets um i that's their name on tumblr and on ao3 they don't write um um but that was a it was for a fundraiser um for a woman trying to get out of a domestic abuse situation Okay. Um, and yeah, so that, that was the prompt came from that. Uh, actually, no, I'm sorry. The, the initial prompt, um, came from them. I'm looking it up right now because I'm trying (laughs) to remember if the initial prompt also came from her because yes. Okay. So it was a picture prompt for that, um, flash fic that I was talking about the mm-hmm. flashback thing that I was doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was a picture of a, a, a guy's back and he's in the shower and it, the guy looks like Dean. So mm-hmm. the prompt was from her and she was like, for your 500 plus celebration, I think someone needs to help Dean with his shower. So mm-hmm. it started as that. And so it was just like a quick, like 500 words. Mm-hmm. And then for the, um, it looks like I actually haven't updated it on Oh, though there is a second chapter. Never mind. Okay, so on AO3, the second chapter was because um, we were doing um, a thing for a fundraiser for a woman getting out of a domestic abuse situation. So she asked me, "Adopt Don't Shop Pets." Asked me to expand it. Okay, and so I did. Mm. Um, and so it started as just this, like you know, trying to help him while he's in the shower. But the thing. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing was, is I just started thinking about it and I was like, he looks so tense. Like the picture, he mm-hmm. just looked tense, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like imagining him being very just wound up, mm-hmm. but not in a typical Dean way, mm-hmm. you know? And I, so I thought about it being a market pain situation. Um, and I'm not sure what else to say about it. No, really. just that it's so. great. I just wanted to know what. <laughs> came from um no that's yeah that's great so if we if we could get your permission to read one of them in full is there one that you you'd like us to read or that i would read because i'd really oh love God, to be able I to read no like, idea. so would we yeah, be able to I do, don't read yeah you can do any you can do anything i don't really have like i can't think of anything in particular that i would want you to read okay all right. Um, I'll have a think then on it because I have a lot to choose from. <laughs> <laughs> well, you actually, you you were in our very first episode, the first cannon fodder we did. Sandra brought your fic, Hide Your Love Away. So we were thinking if we could do yeah. a full read of that, that would be freaking awesome. Yeah. Well, I say, I say yeah, we, sure. Sandra does it. I don't, yeah. Yeah. I don't do that. She yeah. does it. And then she makes the art and she does the descriptions and everything else. And then she goes, can you just put this in a video? And I'm like, yeah, of course I'm helping. Yes. <laughs> I'm helping. I'm yeah. Helping. I love that. Yeah. I, I love that one too. And mm-hmm. that was like, um, that was one of those deep in my feelings about Dean mm-hmm. Winchester kind of yeah. fix, you know, Yeah. that yeah. and like, I also, um, Oh man, I'm losing my mind. Oh, crazy on you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another one where I was deep in my feelings about Dean. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. it's a theme it's a theme we can tell yeah. <laughs> right 
yeah oh. it's kind of kind of hard not to be when I don't know what my problem is but that's just where I go yeah. so um I'm, uh, that, yeah. I think a lot of us have that problem. So it's, it's, it's not a bad problem. <laughs> yeah. And if I, it is, you're in good company. Yeah. Cause I really do feel like he, he, I, and it sounds so weird to say, but it's kind of like he helps me figure things out about myself. Yes. You know yes. what I mean? And that yes. I love yep. that about him. I love that. He's a constant that I forget whatever happens on the show. He's my constant, you know, like I can, I can pull from that. And that's, that's almost like a guardian angel, I guess, situation, but a really sexy guardian angel. That can yeah, right? <laughs> so it's kind of that kind of deal. Um, but yeah, no, I was, so uh, we're not going to keep you because now you've got stuff to do. And I was just, I'm just so thankful that you came and talked to us about, um, your fiction, you know, all the different stuff that you've been involved in. I, I hope maybe you've got, you know, you get a little bit of a, a spur or like a spark to, you know, get back to, to writing a little bit whenever you can, even though it sounds like you're very busy, but um, there's always going to be somebody who's going to be wanting to read anything that you write. So um, just know that, you know, you've, you've really, you've done a great service to all of us and we're really appreciative <laughs> of it. Really, very much so. Well, I, you know, I really appreciate you doing this because um, it is, it does give me the sense that I'm not just kind of putting stuff out there for nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I, I don't need, you know, I write for myself. I do um, for sure. I mean, <laughs> it kind of runs the gamut. <laughs> like I was just thinking about mm. like the de- like the demon Dean fix that I've written are just like, so not Dean that I know and love, you know? Mm-hmm. So just so off the grid, but it helped again, it's like that helping with the ex- exploration and yeah. understanding things about myself and, mm-hmm. um, you know, and that purgatory fix that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. So I, I like to hear back that that's doing that for other people too. Yeah. Um, so I appreciate you guys, you know, having me on here and doing this because I think it's, it's such a great aspect of community and, you know, and fandom. Yeah. I just, I love that. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. And, uh, I'll talk to you both yes. at some point later. Yes. Yes. Thank you. See you soon. Have a good one. All right. Thank you. You too. Bye. Um, I'm going to read Hide Your Love Away and we'll include that um, as a ramble on um, rather than sticking it mm-hmm. in here. And if anybody's interested in our thoughts on that one, it was the very first episode. It was our test drive yeah. that we picked that one to talk about a little bit. And I did a little bit of a reading for that. So since it's late, Carly's been a trooper. Um, we're going to wrap up. So we're going to just talk about some ways that you can contact us because we're getting really excited <laughs> and we want to have a whole bunch of people come on so we can talk about fanfic more um, and stop thinking about all the, the sad things um, in real life. So if you want to reach out to us, you can email us at idlinginthimpala at gmail.com. At Twitter, we are idling in the letter D Impala. And if you want to read some of my stuff on AO3, I am Drasna. 
If you want to reach out to me on Twitter, it's S Kyle writes S K Y L E W R I T E S. And my website where you can find some of my original fiction is at sandrakyle.com. I need y'all to know she has it written out as well. I do. We do this outro every single episode and she got it written out. She's like Twitter idling the letter D. The letter D. I have it. Yes. The Impala. Yes. (laughs) I didn't want to mess up. I only saw it today. I did only see that when I was going through the the June meeting agenda, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's there!" So, like um, it. <laughs> yeah. If you guys want to reach out to me, um, I am Kali Karma on Ao3. I make this joke every time. She tells me off if I don't make it. However, you think that's spelled, it's not. I promise you. It's Kaif Kilo, A for Alpha, R for Romeo, L for Lima, E for Echo, E for Echo, and then Karma as you would spell it normally. I'm exactly the same on Twitter, Carly Karma. Uh, same profile picture in both places. Um, so just in case you think, hey, I wonder if there's two people out there with a weird spelled name. Same profile picture. It's probably me. Don't forget as well, guys, to take a look in the descriptions, especially with the on the day that this was actually recorded. It was the day after the Supreme Court ruling for Roe versus Wade in the USA. So don't forget to check the description for links to some voting information um and you know sort of how to educate yourself if you need to for the usa there's some links i know a lot of people are talking about how this affects women and it really does but it's going to affect quite a lot of trans men and quite a lot of non-binary people as well if you're lgbtq and you want to reach out you want some support there's links in there for the usa and uk support places that you can um, contact and get help and as always there's links in there for if you can and you're willing to support people affected by the Russian invasion of Ukraine. So while you're down in the description looking for fake recommendations and all that fun stuff, just take a look at that if you need it as well, guys. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, thank you so much. And Carly, thank you. This was fun. And we will do this again soon. So thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. And I guess you'll hear from us later. Hopefully we hear from you guys yeah. too. Thank you for listening. Drop us, you know, drop us a message. Do you read anything by MJ? Thoughts like a minefield incognito. Is she one of your favorite authors? Drop a message. Give us some love. Don't forget if you go and read any of her fix to give them a kudos, leave her a comment, you know, all that good stuff. But thank you very much for listening and we will see you again soon, guys. Bye. Bye. If three different types of pie can't tear him away from the television, nothing will. God, I hope the movie's done by now. All I know is I am deserving of some hair care tonight. By hair care, you mean running your fingers all through Sam's. Absolutely. Well, baby's back safe and sound, and we've got some boys to see. Thanks for coming along for the ride. Who knows, maybe next time we'll give you the keys to take her for a spin. Where's the pie? Look at these chemicals. Do you even read the label? No, I read pie. The rest is just blah, blah, blah.